1: But I think being a scrapbooker has uh, helped me to take notice, notice things, see things, um, notice the moments, notice what we say, the things that we, not just what we do, maybe what we think, how we interact, um, whatever, you know, the moments that maybe make up life.
0: Welcome to Scrapbook Your Way the show that explores the breadth of ways to be a memory keeper today. I'm your host, Jennifer Wilson, owner of Simple Scrapper and author of The New Rules of Scrapbooking. This is episode 204. In this episode, I'm interviewing Yin Go for the My Way series. My Way is all about celebrating the unique ways memory keepers get things done. We're excited to have Yin as the February featured artist at Simple Scrapper. Hello friends, let's dive in to a few updates for this week. Personally, life has been very full with Emily playing for the seventh grade volleyball team at her middle school. I've been attending a few of our daytime member events to stay caught up with my memory planner and my personal goal of one layout a week. I'm happy to give up a few lunch breaks to have this important creative time. I'm also trying to convince myself that I like Zevia just as much as Diet Coke, but so far I am not having much luck. And in more fun news, our family is currently addicted to only murders in the building. I had a lot of fun participating in the Scrap School Summit last week and want to extend a warm welcome to anyone who's listening for the first time or checking out the membership because of that event. Collaborative activities like the summit are so important for helping introduce small businesses to new audiences. The everyday storyteller book projects I did way back in 2012 and 2013 were an important milestone in my own business. In terms of things here at Simple Scrapper, I just met with my program assistant Peggy to make sure we're squared away for the next finishing day on February 18th and the start of our organization creative journey in March. We're also in the early stages of planning for some fun new things coming later in the spring. You'll hear both Peggy and our community manager, Amy, together on an upcoming episode as we chat about how this year is going so far. They'll also join me individually for these special observation and reflection type episodes. Well, I think that's it for this week. As always, you're invited to learn more about Simple Scrapper membership at simplescrapper.com slash membership. I hope to see you inside of our creative community. And now, my conversation with Yin Go. Hey, Yin, welcome to Scrapbook Your Way. How are you doing today? Hi, Jennifer.
1: Good. Very happy to be here.
0: Yes. Can you share a little bit about yourself to kick things off? I'm really looking forward to our conversation today.
1: Sure, uh, I'm Jin, uh, I live in Singapore, I was born been lived here all my life I live with my husband, we have two young adult sons And uh, yeah, I work as an accountant in a bank uh, So the scrapbook is my escape from everything <laughs> No, well, it's my creative escape, yes
0: yeah, well, that's, yeah, those are two very different worlds for sure. So I, I can see how you might want to have that kind of balance between very, very left brain things and more right brain things.
1: <laughs> yes, <it's> necessary escape.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah. what's exciting you right now? We are asking our guests this year to share one non-scrapbooking thing and as well as one scrapbooking related thing.
1: Okay. Um, the scrapbooking related thing would be you know with December daily on, right now. And um, I think I'm late to the game, but I have suddenly taken a shine on the very shiny things like, mm-hmm. all the gold foiling and yeah, you know, all those things. And I've bought um, I've asked my husband to give to me uh, for Christmas the foil quill pen. I think.
0: Oh, so yeah, that's cool
1: Yeah, because I don't have any cutting machine. I can't do all the other fancy things. And I bought the embossing gold powders and all that. And yeah, I'm going to jump into that when, I, when I'm home. I'm on holiday right now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. I love all the shiny things, particularly when we're recording this. It is December and yes. it's, it's kind of my excuse to just go all out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's doing it and I, I have to jump in. <laughs> yeah. So what's the non-scrapbooking thing?
1: Oh, well, um, do, do you know what is Mhm. Yeah, so I have taken to brewing my own at home and uh, getting uh, getting into the hang of it. I've tried all sorts of, uh, watching all sorts of videos and trying all sorts of flavors, and I even um, exploded a bottle at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't at home where my son was, and he said, Mom. I have bad news, your kombucha is all gone. I said, that's not the bad news. What? How did you clear it up? And all that. But yeah. Oh, That's gosh. what I'm yeah, crazy about
0: right now. Yeah. But it's, it's Fermentation going is out. dangerous. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, I'm yeah. curious, Do you, how does the taste compare? Do you like your homemade better than the store bought or not yet?
1: <laughs> uh, I think I haven't tried a lot of store bought, but I think mine compares pretty well. So the passion fruit one that I'm currently doing is, um, is pretty cool, pretty good. It has it's enough fizz and the taste is great, you
0: know? So, yeah. Oh, that sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really enjoy a good kombucha.
1: Yeah, oh, that's good. <laughs>
0: so we also like to ask our guests about their storytelling goals and we like to refer to this as your bucket list so these are the list of stories that you feel that are really important to tell but for some reason you haven't captured them yet so what is one story that is on your bucket list
1: Uh, well this is hard to answer i think actually any story before 2005 which is when i started really scrapbooking is is on my Mm -hmm. bucket list um, some of them I have started um, like I've done quite a bit on my childhood I have talked up I have done some heritage stories about my parents and how they met and all that I want to I do want to go even further back to my grandparents how they came from China and set up home here and um, yeah even maybe one that I might want I, I should tell sooner or later is how my husband and and me, how we met, our, our on, off, and then on again kind of uh, relationship. We are coming oh. up to, yeah, 30 years next year. We just celebrated our 29th anniversary. So, yeah,
0: I need to tell oh, them. Congratulations. I'm... Wow. That's, Thank that's, that's you. That's a lot of longevity there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been good. We're lucky.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So, this is a My Way episode because you are a featured artist for February 2023. And to kind of give our listeners a little teaser about what makes you tick, I'm curious um, what has been successful for you in developing habits around your scrapbooking? We are in our habits creative journey here. Um, This is our two month container for discussion and exploration. And so, what's been, what's worked for you when it comes to habits?
1: Uh, okay, I, I gave a thought about this, and uh, I think that there are a few um, habits or approaches that have kind of developed over the years that make, makes it work for me. And mm-hmm. uh, I might say the first one would be that I, I, I scrapbook every day.
0: Mm. Yeah, makes uh-huh. a difference for sure.
1: Yes. I mean, it's not like I have a lot of time. I, I work full-time and there's mm-hmm. housework and everything. But I, like I said, it's my way of um, relaxing, winding down. So every day I do have time. I mean, my children are, got, are grown up. So I I, I just um, spend, it, it could be 20 minutes, it could be even, um, it could be two hours. But um, I just spend a little time every day. I could be just downloading photos I could be printing them, you know. Whatever stage of the layout I may be in, I I always do something, and that's that's really worked for me. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Now I'm curious. Is this typically in the evening, or what? What time of the day do you typically carve out this space for yourself?
1: In the evening, after work, after the dishes are done, and maybe the laundry is hung. Yeah, when my husband is watching TV and my I, I, I scrambled in the in the family living room as well. So uh-huh. I'm just in my corner doing my thing. Yeah. And I think well, it's nice like, that you break. can do
0: it to, you can still be together um, yes. while still yes. doing your own things. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. We we, we did it that way, planned it that way. So my, our our tables are in the family room all together.
0: Yeah. Nice, nice. So you mentioned that you started scrapbooking in 2005. How did you discover it and how has your hobby evolved in that time?
1: Uh, Okay, how I discovered it was um, in our local library. We used to bring our children, who were pretty young then, to the library every week. And one of those weeks, my husband went to the magazine section and walked back to me and handed me a couple of uh, magazines and said, I think you might like these and and those were the creating keepsakes magazines. Oh, yes. Ah, uh, yeah. So, literally, how I started was, yeah, you know, I was like, oh, what is this? And yeah, I think it, it didn't, it didn't, it's, it's, it's not stopped till now. Um. So, initially, when I, I mean, we have all been, I guess, all of us, have um always been doing some journaling or scrapbooking in, in our own way, you know, in our albums. But when I found the magazine and I read all the stories that everybody told on their layouts, I was really intrigued and I knew this was something I had to do. I have to do, I must do, I want to do. And um, But in Singapore then, there was no scrapbook store of any kind, so I went to buy some sketchbooks. I used wrapping paper, or whatever I could find and, you know, make my own pages.
0: Yeah, that's how I got started. And are you still like kind of creating in the same way that you did back then? (laughs) Obviously not. I don't think you're creating completely in sketchbooks. So honestly, that particular format has kind of come back around. Yes, yes, it has. With the memory planners and the the spiral bound sketchbooks people are creating in. So, you know, everything is always new again.
1: (laughs) Correct, correct, correct. but so, but I went a, a big loop, so right after that, I kind of discovered uh, online. I went online and I found digital scrapbooking and mm-hmm. then it really worked for me. Um, so I did I figured out how to do Photoshop on my own and so on. Um, because the kids were young, you know the usual things you don't have to have scissors lying around and all that. and that really worked for me and I went that way um, fully digital for I, I don't know five, six years. I believe, and mm-hmm. and until I even had um like a, a design a template design store online myself and so on. So I went really big into that, but I think in 2012 I started um I saw Project Live, the pocket yes. pages style and I started on that and and then I found Ali Edwards. I, I mean I knew Ali from. The, the creating, I mean, I don't know her personally, but I, I have known about her from creating keepsakes. But in 2012, I found, or 13, I think I found her story, story kits and so on. So, and yes. from then on, yeah, I think I went on for nine, nine years. I did project life. I loved it. And only I think last year or two years ago, I switched to storyline chapters. And now I'm pretty much back to a, a kind of like pasting and cutting into the Sticking into a book again. Yeah, kind of script-booking. You're yeah, right. I yes. came all
0: around. <laughs> I love that, though. And I, I definitely first discovered you when I was all digital in that same kind of time frame. Um, and I, yeah, you've always been known for your templates that have a lot of photos across different yeah. pages. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just amazing to be able to get that many um, images on a page and really tell a big story that way. So... Now, do you S. still create those templates? I'm curious. Uh,
1: not really. I no. I I was yeah. I was working. I was working part time for those like ten years or so when I was doing oh, all the okay. templates. Yeah. So I, yeah. I went back to full time, and there was just no time. Yeah, I hoped to, but they were mainly created for my own. I don't create the templates just for sale or anything. But they were all for my own. Usually travel albums. By then, mm-hmm. yeah. So they're all my own pictures and my own I mean my own layouts and then I just uh, put them into the store but um I still have a lot of travel albums pending to be to be started on I want to do them in the photo photo book uh, manner but uh, yeah they are now parked to to one side until maybe when I retire
0: <laughs> oh yes well unfortunately there's just not a time for everything so no. <laughs> you have to make somehow. choices
1: travel can wait um i will do all my current scrapbooking for now yeah
0: yes well and even your current traveling like we need to travel is a bigger priority than to actually scrapbook the travel so. yes yes
1: <laughs> i so, do i do um i do um what do you call that i do record all my travels now on in travelers notebooks so
0: okay so i
1: yeah so i do not um i do not feel the need to scrapbook the entire trip um now you know like yeah to to catch up on those right now yeah so
0: that's why oh I like that I like how you've kind of found something that works for you right now Mm -hmm. now if you look at the things you've created maybe in the past six months or so can you tell go a little bit more into detail on the the sizes and formats that you're working in and why those are working well for you
1: so like I say, I have now I'm now for current scrap everyday scrapbooking and been working in the storyline chapter books the ones from Heidi Swapp. Um, they um, the reason why I've switched from Project Life to them is mainly because I, I wanted to save a space like I mm. needed to I have I, we live in an apartment we downsized a few years ago and. There's just no space left to keep my albums, so I am trying to go smaller. That that's one, and um, and I also took um, took an interest in journaling. I'm not sure whether you are you you know yeah, about yeah 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 yeah. So so I, uh, I also enjoy um, you know, just pasting and cutting and putting things onto an actual like a book or a journal kind of page kind of style. So. So so because of all these, I, I decided to go there, and I've been loving it. Uh, for some reason, I also continued to do double page layouts in the in the storyline chapters, maybe from my previous digital days. Um, yeah, but I, I have developed some some way of working in it that I that I enjoy, and uh, yeah, I I kind of um. Pretty much can can put an entire year into about two or three of those books right now. This year, I think I can do it in two.
0: <laughs> so oh, that, that's that, good.
1: yeah, that's good. I choose the stories, and sometimes for everyday stories, it just makes all of them into a double page, like more like a project life kind of page where one mm-hmm. photo is just a story, yeah, and just. Just squeeze them all in because I I want to scrapbook them, but I don't want to, you know, go into too many books and albums at this point. So, yeah, that's what's working. You
0: know, that comes up so often on the podcast with Mm -hmm. uh, longtime scrapbookers really thinking about storage and and, and how much space their projects take up. And it's... It's a difficult balance because we love creating things. Yes. And if you know, yes. space was no issue. We just have a whole room just for our scrapbook albums. But it's exactly. not yeah. something that most of us have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. just it's just it's interesting to think about and to kind of figure out your own personal priorities of of size versus you know uh quantity, I guess. So you mentioned that you are loving the Heidi Swap products. Um would you say that's primarily what you're obsessed with right now? Are there other things, uh other products that you're really loving too?
1: Um yeah, I cuz well, recently I discovered um that you can print on canvas paper. Mm, so I've fun. been a bit obsessed about that and I'm not sure that, um whether you you saw but I made my own December daily album this year um using Oh by yes, printing. Yes, yeah, yeah. The digital, yeah, I'll add Ali Edwards' uh, Daily products onto the canvas paper and then wrapping it over, you know, over cardboard to make my own album. So that's been fun and I like that. I mean, I'm basically, I'm pretty much, a, very much a hybrid scrapbooker now. So I like discovering new things I can print on, you know, new texture, new, uh,
0: yeah, like vellum
1: and transparencies and all those good stuff, yeah so canvas paper is a pretty new fun thing for me right
0: now yeah i think i love i love texture like that too and i will definitely include a link to both um how you put together your december daily album as well as you know how to acquire um, canvas paper as well in the show notes sure, for this episode sure. yeah. i i kind of sure. want to try that now so yes
1: it really prints really exceptionally uh, yeah surprisingly well and yeah, and you can sew on it, like now just everybody is doing some stitching, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's another thing I want to try on the canvas paper in the page. Yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah, I love how I guess things have gotten even it's almost the opposite of project life. If project life was the probably the most minimal you could get, you know, originally it was even no mm. no scissors, no adhesive. And now yeah. we're like doing all the crafty things. <laughs> we're sewing, we're, yeah. you know, gold foiling, we're taking it almost to the opposite extreme.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah, at least once a year for December daily or for one or, or maybe I think some of you do October daily, something, you know, somewhere where we can actually play and try all the crafty things. is just, mm-hmm. it's just fun. Yeah.
0: So if we were to look through your library of work, whether it's pages, your albums, is there something that you think you use or do on most of your pages, like something that's a a signature flourish, or um, what what kind of themes do you see? <laughs> uh, I think
1: okay. I one I would say would be that I I do handwriting. I handwrite uh-huh. almost ninety percent of the of the time. Yeah. I just like the handwritten look, uh, and mm-hmm. I kind of feel like it's more personal. Or, and and kind of like the thoughts seems a bit more unplanned or more, maybe more authentic. I don't know, but yeah, but I like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But sometimes I do type it out if I have a lot of things I want to say and I can't squeeze it in. So I do that. But the other thing that I find on a lot of my pages, people people will probably find now is that I do a lot of flip ups and all that. And that mm-hmm. I would say is never really intentional. It's always because I was planning out the layout and I wanted to look a certain way. And then when I'm done, I realize I have no place to write. <laughs> and I have a lot. <laughs> to, I usually have a lot to say. So then, then I have to squeeze in a flip up somewhere somehow. And that has, in a way, become something I seem to do almost every every page now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that that becomes just part of your process. I like that. And I like it's become, I don't know, we've learned, I feel like we've learned so many techniques for creating flip-ups. I, I didn't <laughs> know these five years ago, and now I know probably four different ways to make them. So yes, yes. Um, it's yeah, been fun. as well, yeah. Yeah. All the good stuff. Uh, I'm curious about your motivation. So you mentioned that you typically scrapbook on most days in the evening after work as a way to decompress. Um, mm-hmm. Does your motivation to scrapbook kind of stay consistent or does it ebb and flow? I'm pretty consistent, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm
1: also uh, very much a chronological scrapbooker. And then I have certain books like the Heritage Albums, the Childhood, there's some of those things that I kind of dip in every time I get some inspiration. And, I don't think I. Yeah, I'm usually pretty motivated. I mean, so many things, so much on the, so much inspiration from everyone. Sometimes I'm inspired by the the stories that some people tell, or some, um, some layout or some something, some products. Products usually inspire me as well, and then also my own photos and my own stories. And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I don't, don't think, I, think I have really had major dips, or I have never paused. I think in the last fifteen years and take a break. I didn't see a need oh. to. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. impressive. Even when your your kids were younger, um, it's awesome that you were able to kind of really stay consistent with it. So is there something in this hobby, whether it's a supply, a technique, a size, a format that you've decided is absolutely not for you? (laughs) You gave it a try, but it's like, nope, this is not going to work.
1: I don't think there's any... Well, I can't think of anything that I really don't want to try or I have tried that I don't like. But because I want to keep all my albums as compact as possible... I avoid anything that is two dimensional, mm. ex- except maybe in my December daily. But otherwise, I'm always going for flat, flat as flat as possible. Yeah, so that that that's, is that's what so I interesting
0: because yeah. <laughs> I just interviewed yesterday a Sarah Key. She's at Red Oak Lines on Instagram, and she's uh-huh. our January featured artist. And her. Thing, like the thing that she's obsessed with doing is having adding dimension, and she has to use foam <laughs> adhesive on every single project to make um, it as like chunky and dimensional as possible. So it's just yeah. so interesting to see the, the yes. contrast. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, whatever works for each of us.
0: Yeah, I yeah. know, but I love that. Mm. I love how you've figured out what's the priority for you. Mm-hmm. Now you've mentioned that you know you you've downsized your home and live in a smaller space so do you have any like mm-hmm. favorite organizing tips or solutions um that have helped you keep things together
1: um, I, I, I think that would be um i I, I pack up every night because mm-hmm. I have such a small space I do keep everything away every night um so I have a that's a home for, for everything. I mean, I don't have a lot of scrapbook supplies. I mean, I, I use digital a lot. So I only print what I need. And mm-hmm. other than that, um, I have, yeah, basically there's a there's a place for a drawer for everything or a, a shelf for, well, I don't have shelves. I have these, the rest got cart. You know, mm-hmm. what do you call those? They compact the, the, the shelves in the cart. So I know where everything is. And I don't have too much things, and I think that would that would be my organisational tip. Yeah, <laughs> don't don't, own, don't don't buy too many things, and make sure I know what I have and where they are. Yeah, that would be my tip.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I love how I think hybrid has helped with that. You know, the over acquisition problem of yes. you, as you said, you can print just what you need, and and for the project you're using it in, and then it's not taking up any space other yes, than in yes. the final project. Yeah. Yeah. Very much. Very much. It help,
1: helps a lot. Yes.
0: So where would you like your scrapbooking to be in 10 years from now?
1: That that would be the hardest question, actually, for me. It's almost like, a, a, what do you call it, a, Exist. Existential question. Existential, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I mean I, I go through this every couple of years. I mean, like you say, just now I have we have done this for so many years, we have so many albums, and sometimes we, we I just have to ask myself do I really need to scrapbook everything? Do I need to keep every story? And I know that not every story would matter to my family or my children, and some do, the some of the heritage ones especially. I have pointed those out to them I say they tell you where you come from and <laughs> who came before you so keep these and the rest are where we went what we did and but still um, I love it so as as we all say we do it for ourselves but do I need to do so much do I need to scrub everything well that, that's also some questions I ask myself all the time so maybe in 10 years I'm not sure I have thought that by now I would step down on my scrapbooking and uh, maybe just do certain highlights of the year, kind of scrapbook, or maybe just do one, one or one week in the life and one day in the life stuff like that. You know, just to mm-hmm. capture a bit of our lives. Yeah. So maybe in ten years that's where I'll be. But uh, no, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know.
0: It's <laughs> okay. It's okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, that's what we want to hear. I mean, some people yeah. have really clear visions and others, you know, uh, are keeping the door open and, and don't see, <laughs> you know, where things might head. I know hmm. you mentioned, you know, that you might do like a week in the life and a day in the life. One thing that I'm experimenting with this year mm-hmm. is doing a kind of a year in review spread in my December daily to help yeah. me feel like I kind of captured the highlights <laughs> of the year. Yeah, because I didn't do a very good job this year of otherwise doing that. So
1: that that, that works. That's perfect as well. Yeah. Yeah, maybe a year review or a month in review. So I just have 12 layouts a a year, maybe. (laughs) I don't know. There you go. Yeah. 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 All, all, All ideas, all good ideas. Yeah.
0: I remember in those years, like right before Project Life, or maybe at the very beginning of it, there was, was it like, Weeds and wildflowers had these like kits mm-hmm. that were really designed for doing like a month in review. And that was like a thing. Oh, yeah. But this is like 20, 2010, maybe 20. I don't know exactly. It was before. a long time ago. Yes, <laughs> yes. So, Something, okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm. If we continue on down the existential path, uh, what has okay. being a scrapbooker taught you?
1: <laughs> uh. Okay, um, I think it has taught me to to be an observer, mm-hmm. to observe. Um, otherwise, I would probably rush through life. I'm quite a doer or a warrior and then a doer kind of person. But I think being a scrapbooker has helped me to Take notice, notice things, see things, um, notice the moments, notice what we say, the things that we, not just what we do, maybe what we think, how we interact, um, whatever, you know, the moments that maybe make up life. So, yeah, I, I I'm really glad, I'm really glad for... What scrapbooking has does has done for me, and all the yeah, all the everything that I have noticed and captured that makes us us makes my family and makes me me. Um, yeah, I it's like I didn't live and rush through life, but I have um I have I I don't have the words for it, but yeah, I have.
0: I love that. Seen it's it's a and, beautiful yeah, thought.
1: <laughs> I can't express it, but yes, that's
0: the thought. Yeah. Well, no, I love that the 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 idea of not rushing through life and that memory keeping helps us do that. Cause sometimes, particularly right now in December, it feels like we're just rushing through. Yeah. Um, but even projects like December Daily help me take that time to to not rush even if the rest of the day feels that way. So yes, yeah, yes. very lovely, beautifully said. Thank you. Yin, can you share where we can find you online and anything you might have new or coming up in 2023?
1: Uh, I'm mostly online on Instagram now. Uh, My handle is Yin underscore DGS. And DGS actually is short for designs, which is... What my store just, uh, was called Yin designs mm-hmm. so it's yin underscore Dgs I still have the blog and the store up um, that's at yin designs blogspot.com I think and uh, simply yin.blogspot.com dot <laughs> but I haven't been updating the blog so yeah and I think I have a yeah sorry I do have a YouTube now a new the new YouTube which is also at yin I uh, know it's called Yin Pages. Yin.
0: Okay. Underscore Pages. Yeah. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have.
1: Uh, I don't think I have anything new for twenty twenty three coming up, Just being me, doing what I do.
0: <laughs> that sounds great. I, we're looking forward to it. We'll definitely include all those links in the show notes for this episode. Thank you so much for spending time with me.
1: Thank you so much for having me. This has been wonderful.
0: And to all of our listeners, please remember that you have permission to scrapbook your way.